the gratitude podcast episode 71 as far as like having gratitude um traveling to poorer parts of the world and seeing how people live has made me a much more grateful person for the fact that i am american and i did grow up in um a developed country and but it's also made me realize that people don't realize how good they have it. Uh, you know, for example, in some of the countries I've traveled to, I've seen children playing out in the street and having a wonderful time with a stick and a piece of styrofoam. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I think about, you know, some of the children in my country and what they feel like they need to be happy and how they might react if they didn't have these things. And so overall, it's made me a more, like I said, open-minded person and then ultimately a more grateful person. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with me, I have one of the two uh, Grateful Gypsies, Sasha and Rachel. I, I have with me here uh, Rachel. Um, and these are some amazing people. They choose to live their life on their own terms, traveling and enjoying their favorite music together. They want to show the world that your life doesn't have to follow a clear-cut path and that you can let loose and see where it takes you. You can improvise your life. So as I mentioned, they are the Grateful Gypsies. Um, I have Rachel here with me and uh, she she will share with us some incredible stories uh, from their experiences, and I'm really looking forward to to hearing from her. Rachel, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Definitely. Uh, our listeners don't know this, but it actually took a little bit of time to to get us to find the to coordinate to. Uh, to make this happen, and I'm really glad that we're able to do this. Uh, where are you right now, by the way? Right now, we are in Quito, Ecuador. Wow, that's awesome! That's awesome. All right, so um, my first question for you is What does gratitude mean for you? Gratitude for me means just ultimately being thankful for what you have and realizing what you have and in turn that gratitude can help you be a, a much happier person that's awesome that's awesome and by the way how did uh how did you come up with uh, grateful gypsies i'm really curious and i'm sure that our listeners are as well well the term in our name grateful is actually twofold um one, because we're both very grateful people. We're very thankful to be able to do what we do. Um, but the second is that we are huge fans of the music of the Grateful Dead. And the Grateful Dead is a band that started in America back in the 1960s. And 
the surviving members are still playing music today over 50 years later. And they had a huge impact on America and American culture and the people. And it's, it's ultimately what brought me and Sasha together um, because our love for the band Grateful Dead has allowed us or has introduced us to other bands who sort of followed in their footsteps. And that's what brought us together is our um, common love for the same type of music. And then the term gypsy is just because we live a pretty nomadic lifestyle. We don't have a home base anywhere. We're both American, um, but we haven't lived in America for a while now. Um, we lived in China for a few years, first in Beijing and then in Kunming, which is a city in Southwest China. Um, and then we were teaching English there and we did a big gap year uh, during that time where we traveled around the US, all around Southeast Asia and parts of China. And then after China, we went and lived in Bali, Indonesia. Uh, eight months for me, nine months for Sasha. He was doing a study abroad program uh, in the Dharma Siswa program. Uh, and then we, from there, we went back to the States, but we were just traveling around doing our favorite thing, seeing music. And then at the beginning of this year, we went to Mexico, excuse me, Mexico. And we were in Mexico for a few months traveling and we were stationary in Puerto Vallarta for six months. And now we are traveling through South America. We just spent about two months in Colombia and just arrived in Ecuador last week. Wow. This, this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> I've heard something about um, the fact that not not a lot of Americans actually get to see other places. Like uh, there are quite a few Americans that don't even leave uh, the U.S. And uh, I think that especially for, for them, but f for other people as well, I think this is just amazing that you're, you're, you're able to do this and to... Uh, also what I what I forgot to mention in, in the beginning that you also write about this that you have a blog in which you share your your tales your travel tales your tips and uh, I think this is this is quite amazing and yes. um, yeah it's it, true many Americans don't even own passports wow <laughs> yep. that's quite that's quite something and by the way how did this these experiences changed you like uh, from a gratitude perspective, but as a human being in general, I'm sure that uh, from my own travels, I know that uh, every single uh, new country that I see, so something happens inside of me. That's, that's very positive usually. And I'm really curious. What's, uh, what's your experience with this? My travels and time spent living abroad has made me a much more open-minded person. Uh, it's made me open to new experiences and different ways of life. And uh, for example, when I first arrived in China, um, I had traveled abroad before, but as a young teenager, I, I just went to New Zealand and Australia, which, you know, those cultures are different, but not that different from my own culture. 
So China was the first time I ever really experienced culture shock. Um, and I, at first, maybe my first few months or a year there, I would spend a lot of time thinking, this isn't the right way to do this. They should do this this way. They should do it this way. Or in America, we do this. And over time, I stopped thinking in that way. And I came to realize that maybe there's not a right way or a wrong way. There's just a way. You know, these people do it this way. These people do it another way. Who's to say who's right and who's wrong? Um, so as a human being, that's a big way that travel has changed me. Um, it's made me more patient. It's made me a much more patient person. Um, it's made me a more empathetic person. Um, and as, as far as like having gratitude, um, traveling to poorer parts of the world and seeing how people live has made me a much more grateful person for the fact that I am American and I did grow up in um, a developed country. And, but it's also made me realize that people don't realize how good they have it. Uh, you know, for example, in some of the countries I've traveled to, I've seen children playing out in the street and having a wonderful time with a stick and a piece of styrofoam. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I think about, you know, some of the children in my country and what they feel like they need to be happy and how they might react if they didn't have these things. And so overall, it's made me a more, like I said, open-minded person and then ultimately a more grateful person. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I I love that, uh, that you got to, to this point to how how much we need or what do we actually need to feel grateful? Like uh, we usually think and happy ultimately, we usually think that um, in order for us to be happy, we need all kinds of things. And like you said, in, in the example with the children, they, they had the stick and, and they were happy with it. They, they, they found creative ways to enjoy it and to, um, to be joyful with that stick with that uh, with that little and i think this is this is quite amazing and mm -hmm. um i'm i'm really curious how uh what have you what other things have you seen in the world that um that made you think like what um for instance you said uh, the uh, said something about the culture shock what other things uh were like Do they do things in this way? This this is so interesting. Or if you have um, experiences related to to gratitude, one way or another. For instance, if if they uh, thank people in a certain way in different parts of the world, or or things of this kind. Um. Well. Okay. So in for example, we were just in Colombia, and they have a very strong emphasis on just being polite in general. Uh, we went and visited a marketplace that was in the center of Medellin, and they um, have some coffee shops in the first level, and they have a big sign in front of one of the coffee shops that says, how to get a discount in Colombia. And the first example is just how to order a coffee. You can walk up and say, un tinto, 
And for the for the price, if you just say one coffee, it's uh, 2,000 Colombian pesos. But if you say un tinto, por favor, one coffee, please, that's 1,500 Colombian pesos. Wow. If you go as far to say buenos dias, como esta, un tinto, por favor, hello, good day, how are you, one coffee, please, then it's only 1,000 Colombian pesos. And I think that's great that in their culture, they put such a strong emphasis on being polite and just being kind to one another. Um, and I think it's something that other countries should and cultures should try to adopt as well. This is so amazing. I, I, I couldn't even imagine that, 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 that this could happen. And I think it's, 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 it's great. Like we are, so they are basically uh, motivating people to, uh, to behave in a certain way. If, if to I be know, kind. Yeah. Yeah. To be kind, to, to appreciate each other and uh, to, to talk in a beautiful way to, to one another. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. It's showing you to remember that you're also speaking to a human being that also has feelings and emotions and wants to feel appreciated. Exactly, exactly. And what about China, for instance? Like, do they have certain habits that are um, related to gratitude? Like, how do they show uh, their gratitude? Um, China is a little bit different. Um, I don't want to generalize the entire population, but from what I saw, um, they're very, they're much more reserved. Um, mm -hmm. They, they're just, their concept of politeness and, and manners are a little bit different. Um, <laughs> you know, for example, it, it can be a pretty frustrating place because um, when you're lining up to get on the subway or to get on the bus, or if you're waiting in line in a store somewhere, the concept of waiting in line is a little bit different. Um, there's a lot of sort of pushing and shoving and <laughs> elbows and um it's it's quite different um but the most gratitude that i experienced coming from chinese people were from my students mm -hmm. and they were always very grateful uh for the fact that sasha and i left our home country left our family left all of our comforts to come to the other side of the world to ultimately help them uh, have a better life and open more doors because uh, learning English can make a huge difference for them, for anyone. Um, it can help them get a better job. It can help them travel independently. Um, so I experienced a lot of gratitude, mostly from my students. But as I said, they're, they're kind of reserved. Um, it also depends on where you are in China. Like when we were in Beijing, which is pretty far north, um, you don't really touch each other. Um, you know, in Western culture, shaking hands is very common, but in Chinese culture, it's not. And whenever I would meet someone for the first time, I would just automatically go to shake yeah. their hand. And it was always like kind of awkward. They didn't really know what to do because that's not normal for them. And at least amongst my group of friends and family in America, hugging is a big thing. Like it's not weird. My friends and I hug hello, hug goodbye. But in China, like you just you just don't do that. Like hugging is weird. Whereas in 
South China, when we lived in Kunming, people were much more receptive to hugs and, and um, uh, shaking hands and things like that. So um, it depends on where you are in China, really. And I feel like you experience gratitude from people on a much smaller scale there, mm-hmm. whereas you don't really experience it so much when you're in a, in a large group. Yeah, that's quite interesting. Um, we think that we humans are the same uh, everywhere, but uh, our culture, the way we've been raised, uh, what we've seen along our path, um, that, that's why it is quite important. And that's why uh, traveling, I think, is is amazing. And the fact that you're able to do this and you have actually, you have the courage to do this because in theory, we're all able to do what you're doing, right? But mm-hmm. you need you need to be uh, a little bit courageous. You need to. Uh, by the way, what what do you think you need to to be able to to do this to uh, travel in this way? Well, first of all, you need to be open minded. You need to accept the fact that not everywhere you go is things are going to be done in the same way that you expect them to be. Uh, you need to have quite a bit of patience um, because sometimes doing what you think is a very simple thing can be a complicated, long process. Um, and you really just need to be adaptable. I think adaptability is probably the most important thing for living or traveling abroad because if you can't adapt to your surroundings, to the culture, to the way things are done, Uh, you're going to have a, a pretty difficult time. Um, and you also just need to learn how to be open about yourself, about your feelings, about your emotions. You need to be able to put it out there without fear of judgment. Definitely, definitely. And um, getting back to the other part of uh, Grateful Gypsies, uh, your love for music. Uh, I think that art in general is is somehow a way of a, of expressing appreciation and you you're singing about feelings you're singing about things that you appreciate about uh all kinds of things of this kind um how how did that influence your gratitude your appreciation towards life in general because uh probably mo- most of us would love to be uh to enjoy such concerts that you, you've enjoyed along your way uh, for quite a while. So what's your perspective on this? Sure. Well, for me, I grew up playing music. I started playing piano when I was around six years old, and then I started playing trumpet when I was around 11 years old and continued to play both instruments all the way through university. Um, I was even a music business major in university it was but it was a ultimately a music major i still had to play my instruments and take music theory classes music history classes things like that and when i was a teenager my my dream was to be a famous singer songwriter but for one i could never figure out how to sing and play piano at the same time it's really really hard and it takes a lot of effort and hard work and dedication to be a music performer. And I get really bad stage fright. Like, I can't tell you how many times I would sit down 
at one of my piano recitals in front of everyone and completely forget the entire song that I was going to play, or I would be so nervous and shaking that I would make a mistake that I would ultimately just have to stop and start all over again. Um, so at, the older I got, the more I realized that I didn't really have it in me to be a performer. Um, so because of that, uh, I realized how hard it is and how difficult it is to be a successful performing musician. Um, so for this reason, I, I just, I have so much respect uh, and gratitude for the people who do it because I know what it takes. And, and I think for me, that's the biggest thing for, for going to see live music because a lot of the music that we see, the, 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 the musicians and the performers are just so incredibly talented that I'm just constantly amazed at just, just how good they are. I totally know the feeling. As you can see, I have I have a guitar in uh, in my back at my back, and uh, I've tried to to learn guitar. And I when I saw people playing, I thought oh, it should be easy. But when you actually get to to learn to to see how many things you need to learn and how much time it actually takes to learn every single song and everything. Well, you you begin to appreciate uh, music, and uh, in my case, uh, people that play the guitar much, much, much more. <laughs> yes, definitely. I actually attempted to learn how to play guitar once, and it's so hard, especially when you go from being a piano player and you have you know both hands doing essentially the same thing to trying to play guitar and each hand is doing something completely different it's really hard yeah exactly exactly and we uh when we listen to songs we don't realize it but the beautiful part is that we definitely appreciate uh musicians much much more um but do you have a, a quote on gratitude that you really enjoy and uh, would like to share with us yes i do um, and the quote is, in daily life, we must see that it is not happiness that makes us grateful, but gratefulness that makes us happy. And I'm not sure who said that, but I really like it because it just goes to show that it's difficult to have one without the other. And I really like that, uh, that whole idea because the more grateful you are and the more you can just sort of see how much you have, the happier you'll be. Exactly, exactly. And I think it's it's an important part of traveling as well. Like um, you go to different places, but that doesn't mean that it's, go it's going to be happiness all the way. And if you don't have the habit of seeing uh, things that can make you grateful, you might not actually appreciate it that much, right? Right. Like... Uh, that's why I love the fact that you you're the grateful gypsies that you're not just gypsies that just go from one place to another but you actually appreciate uh going to a place or another and to uh appreciate the culture and everything i I really mm -hmm. love this well thank you and um I'm also curious when when things get like i'm sure that you have a lot of challenges when it comes to staying in a certain country uh 
there there are all kinds of details that uh, and all kinds of things that you didn't even think about that might happen. What do you do when it's hard to be grateful? I always look for the silver lining. Uh, when something's going wrong or things aren't so great, I always try to look for the things that are going well. Um, even if it's so bad that the only good thing that I can point to is the fact that I have a roof over my head. It's still better than nothing. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I always try to do is look for the grateful lining and just be thankful for the things that I do have. Um, for example, when we first moved to China, um, it's kind of a long story, but the first place we lived, we were just renting a room um, in an apartment uh, and we found out that the guy the sole renter of the apartment was overcharging us for rent so that he didn't have to pay very much. And so he ultimately wasn't paying his fair share. And long story short, we confronted him about it in a letter instead of face to face. And he never said anything about it. And so we just, but he was much nicer to us. So we just kind of assumed that he read the letter and saw the error of his ways and things were going to be fine. And then we went, it was a holiday in China, a week-long holiday. And so we went on vacation. And the night we were coming back, he, in the middle of the night, sends a text message to my phone that says, you've been evicted. You can find your belongings in the hotel across the street. This guy had actually packed up all of our stuff and put it in the hotel across the street from the apartment and moved out himself and essentially just disappeared. We never saw him again. Oh my um, God. <laughs> it, yeah. So like we went on vacation and came back to essentially just being homeless pretty much. He thought that he had done us a favor by reserving a room in this hotel room, but our financial situation at the time, just we couldn't afford it. We couldn't afford to stay in this hotel. Um, fortunately, we were blessed to have really good friends who let us come stay in their apartment for free uh, until we could find something else. And you can imagine this situation was very upsetting. Uh, I was really, really angry, but I kept reminding myself that we do have these amazing friends that were allowing us to stay in their living room for free for as long as it took for us to find something else. And for that, I was so grateful. And in, in, in that unfortunate situation, that was the silver lining that I kept reminding myself again and again and again. Wow, that's so beautiful. And I'm sure that most probably you got to uh, enjoy even a better relationship with those friends. Like you got to bond, you got to have maybe have a good time together. And uh, Exactly things f fell in, into place. I, I think this is amazing. Like, uh, it's, it's quite, quite an interesting situation to be in. And, uh, the fact that you found a solution and it got to be a much better situation. That's, that's yeah, awesome. Exactly. And we, I did eventually find an apartment that we really, really liked. It was a great apartment and we ended up living there for the rest of our time in Beijing. You know, so a, a bad situation turned into something like pretty incredible. Not only did we find this amazing apartment, but like you said, we were able to foster much stronger relationships with these friends. This is this is awesome. This is awesome. And I think that it's really uh, a good way of um, 
getting near the end of our time together. Uh, I think it's it's a great story to remember and to think about when something bad happens to see that it might actually become something great. Exactly. Um, but I'm I'm curious if you if you want to share with us um what what do you write about in your blog? Like what uh, uh what things we can find and uh, where can we find them? On our blog, gratefulgypsies.com, we write about a few different topics. We write <clears throat> travel tips and travel stories just to share advice with other travelers. Um, and then we also write about teaching English, uh, ESL, English as a Second Language, abroad. Um, we're actually going to be starting an interview series where we interview people who are teaching English in different countries around the world in order to give people a better idea of what it's like teaching in a specific place. And we also write about digital nomad life, since that's what we're doing these days. Um, now we're teaching English online. Um, so that's how we're able to take our work on the road and continue to support our travels. Um, so we write about the cost of living in the places that we stay for a long time. We write about different places to work, uh, the pros and cons of different places um, in order to be a resource for other digital nomads. Um, so people can find us on our blog, gratefulgypsies.com, and we are also Grateful Gypsies on all the social media platforms, whichever one you prefer to use, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, we're there. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for being here with us and sharing your your uh, story and your um, experiences i'm wondering if you want to share with us also um, a few people in your life that uh, have had a, a great impact that you're grateful for i sasha and i are both very thankful for our parents and also my step parents they've all been very helpful and supportive throughout this journey. I know that they were not thrilled uh, when, I, when I told my parents that I was going to move to the other side of the world for, for an indefinite period of time, but they've all been very supportive and helpful along the way. And they're always curious to hear about how we're doing. And it just makes a huge difference having that support um, and feeling like what you're doing is validated by the people you care about. So I think we are most grateful for our family and friends who have been so supportive along this traveling journey of ours. That's so beautiful. I I think it's, uh, it's something that uh, a lot of people mention and it's beautiful to see um, in which ways we, we appreciate the people that are closest to us and how much they, they actually mean for us. Thank you so much for, for being here with us and for, for sharing everything that you, you just shared with us. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes.